0: Playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Search Cast. Featuring search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search engine marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of the prior days happening in your world. The Daily Search Cast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, and search ask and other search engines join us now for this edition of search here's your hosts that is right everybody it is february can i tell you that one more time february the 15th it is thursday and if you're in the doghouse it's because you forgot your loved one yesterday and if you're not in the doghouse well, oh, man, shake it off. Make sure your earbuds are nice and tight for your workout or your jog, because it is Detlev Johnson and myself taking you through to the home stretch today. How are you, Detlev?
1: Hello, Darren. Hello, everyone. I'm doing great. Uh, <laughs> how are you, man?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm just praying to the good Lord above that as we do our wonderful deed that no one trips while they jog. (laughs) That's good advice. Watch your feet. (laughs) So pay attention, folks. Just don't get hurt.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Watch your feet. (laughs) All right, well, to kick things off, um, let's just start by saying that it's official now, folks. Uh, Gmail, Google's Gmail service is now open to everyone. Worldwide, So you no longer have to actually have an invite or, uh, you know, go through other uh, hoops in order to get Pull a Gmail strings.
0: account. <laughs> Pull strings. Could you get me a, an invite, please, Detlav? <laughs>
1: yeah, I uh, I know that you could do things like, for example, submit your mobile phone number, and they would get you an account, you know. Just for that information. So there's other ways you would have been able to do it in the past, but now you don't even have to do things like that. You just gmail.com sign up. Everything's cool,
0: and and you don't have to give them any of that really vital personal information.
1: That's right. Of course, they'll be serving ads there, so it's their interest. <laughs> Google launches Gmail, another thing that they have done for those of you who uh, have an interest, especially with Google Earth, is they have added a KML search feature, which KML is a markup language based on the XML standard. And uh, what this allows you to do, KML is, is keyhole markup language, uh, which interfaces with uh, an Earth browser like Google Earth. And if you have uh, some, you know, structures or other geographic overlays and things um, in the KML language, then you can basically use the browser to browse those structures and browse that stuff. That's inf- that's kind of cool. You also can publish these things on, you know, publicly on a web server. So uh, you would then be all, you know, allow your users through the Google uh, or an Earth browser to browse your KML files online. So that's something new. Something kinda cool. I mean I heard KML and I was thinking milk and a little sugar
0: and I'm off for breakfast. <laughs> oh Darren, Darren, Darren. <laughs> Someone just tripped and fell over that bad joke. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: Uh, another thing that's new, uh, relatively, is, uh, you know, about Google's uh, AdWord page quality algorithm. Right. Well, now you should see by the end of the week uh, a new score column. that uh, We've talked about this a little before where you're going to get a score of poor, okay, or great for a page. And uh, But now at least you get that information right into the interface. that will allow you to uh, make some choices about whether you want to go ahead and pay the premium for a poor quality score factor uh or uh you'd be you know pleased to see those ads that are working and you have a page quality score of great and you know that you're paying less per CPC than you otherwise would so now you have some more information Google's got a new column coming to AdWords to a to an AdWords near you so, so something
0: to to kind of let you if you're going to get under the hood and and look at it, they're giving you some diagnostics tools. Mm-hmm. That's
1: nice. Yeah, I mean, feedback is. Uh, you Dude, know, we don't have that for... in the old days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of information you can get in. These interfaces about uh, and, you know their features mainly for advertisers, but uh, you know yeah, the click fraud index and now even the page quality score. If you take all these things together, it gives you a lot of ways in which you can play the game and optimize your ads. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's nice, man. I like it. Yeah. And Yahoo has launched um, what they call suggestion boards which is sort of a community type of message board, or board, anyway, of uh, the sites and things that are, you know, hot that people vote for in a DIG style. Now, <laughs> apparently, TechCrunch reports that the DIG community is pretty upset over Yahoo's new launch because they basically rip off DIG, right? Um, and uh, the thing is that... Uh, the difference here with Yahoo anyway, what they're trying to target anyhow, is not so much like what dig is really great for, which are like news things that are hot in the moment. And that they're going more for, you know, overall website voting type of thing. Dig style though, that's the thing, is that it's very dig style in its application. Mm. So diggers are a little little peeved over this thing. <laughs> Read all about it on the blog.
0: But don't diggers seem to get peeved about a lot anyway? Well, they're... <laughs> they're a peeved <laughs> kind of crowd. <laughs> yeah, they're a captive audience, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just, you know, they seem to always be
1: whining about something. Sure. It's uh, what they're good at. Mm. Either whining or, uh, you know, voting. <laughs> for <laughs> <laughs> voting about <laughs> someone else's whining <laughs> sometimes sometimes voting sarcastically <laughs> okay, so um, another bit of news here. Baidu, the Chinese search engine, uh, has reported some pretty amazing profits uh, for the fourth quarter last year. hundred twenty two point8 million yen, which is fifteen point seven million in u s dollars. Now, what's amazing about it is that is 400% increase. They basically quintupled their revenue from uh, year over year. So that's pretty, uh, that's a huge growth. Of course, uh, being the uh, careful people they are, they they expect that revenue in the first quarter of 2000 is going to, quote-unquote, decelerate sharply, so... They're sort of mitigating against uh, too much um too much froth there, but uh hey, fourth quarter profits five times that just goes to show what kind of um opportunity there is over there with the folks in china absolutely yeah, and there was a uh there was an email intended for Yahoo employees only, and it uh it was basically leaked. And the email came from Yahoo CFO, Susan Decker, and it found its way over to TechCrunch, where Michael Arrington posted it. No. Uh, yeah. Among the things uh, in the email were that, uh, basically, trying to explain the organization of the group uh, at Yahoo for advertisers and publishers. Uh, and here's a, a bit. He goes, that uh, they're going to organize it into demand channels, supply channels, and marketing products, where demand channels is the advertisers and the supply channels are the publishers. that makes sense. And, of course, marketing products are, you know, meant to develop that would bridge between these two. And so uh, you could see the entire email. Visit the blog. There's a link over to TechCrunch. Um, other... Uh, things that were mentioned was that uh, the marketing products section doesn't really have a lead, but apparently Hillary Schneider will lead the supply channel, Greg Coleman will lead the demand unit, and uh, it looks like Tim Cadigan uh, is uh, still there with regards to marketing products. Uh, he uh, Ultimately, he started a life over at GoTo, um, and uh, he's still uh, basically there Senior VP, so he's in he's in that position today. Uh, very cool, very cool. There's an excellent um, new article at Clickzy uh, that uh, that was written about um, post Panama and things you can do with Yahoo for local ad options, you know, local ad listings. Patricia Hirsch wrote uh, a pretty great rundown of uh, uh, the, uh, the things you can do with Yahoo's New Panama and local advertising. And uh, essentially she has said that um, there's tons of opportunity still in the space. That's kind of like the old days. Darren, you remember GoTo, how cheap those click CPC prices were originally? Oh, my God. It was like taking candy from a baby.
0: It was like a penny a click, dude yeah it was <laughs> go figure a penny a click, and then we had to go through the grandfathering process once they made it a nickel if we were in ahead of time, and you know oh, it was just it was it
1: was beautiful it was <laughs> and it is no more
0: and you remember the uproar when they when they made you know made the minimum bid a requirement, and everyone just
1: flipped out it was huge there was a lot of noise yeah well you know when <laughs> when you think in your minimum bid's is only going to be a penny it goes up to a nickel and today it's a ten so <laughs> Yeah. Ty- times change times do change well if you're looking for opportunity in that type of space uh... patricia's article um... is saying that there is plenty of opportunity with local because Quote, unquote, search engines certainly haven't cracked the small business marketing code yet. Mm. So there's still opportunity out there uh, with low CPC prices, uh, specifically according to this article, um, check out local. There's some opportunity there. Very cool. Now, Electronic Frontier Foundation, those who try to protect the rights of people that may... uh, Come into trouble on, you know, with the web and copyright and other things. Uh, They're trying to keep the web an open platform. Uh, These folks uh, have taken on the whole issue with uh, Viacom and YouTube, actually. They posted a YouTube video, and in that video, they are asking people who have been falsely accused of posting Viacom copyrighted content on YouTube to contact them. Uh, it may make more sense to go to court to assert your rights. They say. <laughs> so this is pretty interesting uh, because there was some hundred thousand videos on YouTube that uh, had been recently removed because of Viacom's complaint that uh, there were copyright infringements. Um, and of course, it you know, according to the DMCA, the Digital Millennium Copyrights Act, you know, it makes it a little less clear whether copyright infringement is really occurring here uh to the same degree uh legally as it would in other arenas um, so the EFF is uh planning to side with users on this and their attorney is uh saying it might make more sense to go to court so if uh you have been the target of any uh, <laughs> nasty letters um you might want to check out this video. You might want to contact the EFF and assert your rights. Now, finally, Darren, there's a really great uh, rundown of Sergey Brin's story. You know, the the life and times of Sergey Brin growing up and ultimately find, founding Google with Larry Page. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> really well written and uh, pretty, um, pretty comprehensive, including interviews. And, uh, you know, I... I quickly read it as much as I could, but it's lengthy enough that I couldn't consume it all um but I would say this is if you have any interest at all in learning about more about Sergio Brin and uh even some about Larry's page, you know check this out. there's a link to it over at the blog um I'm just gonna post the the direct link in the chat room right now absolutely well, there you go and so Anyhow, this is uh, I really enjoyed reading this. And I think it was pretty interesting. Um you know, highlights include uh a visit over to the f- Soviet Union and the reasons why his family left, uh anti Semitism and uh you know, ultimately what drove the man into uh studying as hard as he did and uh getting uh getting proficient and culminates really in the story of him meeting Larry Page and how they founded Google together. Uh, and uh, it'll give you some insight into the personality of Sergey Brin. The lesson behind the man. Absolutely. Interesting stuff. I highly recommend reading it just, uh, Very just cool. to get a feel for it. So that's the story rundown for today, Darren. That's what we've got that is it
0: that is it well that well, that is uh, I gotta tell you once again as always ripping it up with with the with day's news keeping us right there on the edge Ooh, and again what I think uh, we, we may or may be off uh, next week waiting on word back from Danny as of yet so folks just stay tuned you guys know right where to find us Right there next to your closest iPod or right there next to your closest mouse. We're only click away right here at webmasterradio.fm. Folks, have a great, great weekend. We will see you guys right back here ASAP for more daily search cats.
1: Have a great weekend, everyone.
0: The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge? Your bottom line? Network with your peers? Then stay tuned into webmasterradio.fm where you can listen live or in podcast format to our award-winning exclusive radio shows hosted by the most respected names in the internet world. Friday, February 16th at 1pm Eastern, 10am Pacific. Join us for another great webmasterradio.fm town hall meeting featuring genieknows.com. Hosted by Miss Wright, Sarah McKay. That's the genieknows.com town hall meeting Friday February 16th at 1 p.m. Eastern 10 a.m. Pacific webmaster radio.fm putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know log in now